This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. This is uh, an entire week of answering questions on cults. And because I didn't really want to be the one fronting all this, I invited Pastor Craig Jarvis so that you can be the bad guy. I am so excited to be here. I... <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Get to talk about cults. Yay. You all ask right. me, and maybe you think I'm running some sort of a cult or I, a village. I'm going to talk to you about village churches <laughs> and the cult-like behavior. No. Um, <laughs> okay. So focus, Michael. Um, By so the way, here, our church is the best church in the area. Is it? Yeah. Oh, are yeah. we in a different area than you guys? <laughs> yeah. Yes? Different, okay, different town. Yeah. We are one church, so it's cool. Uh, oh, oh, nice, nice catch. Oh, drop the mic, feeling. Yeah, we're all done. What? All right. So here's the question. Of all the religions in the, in the world, how do you know that Christianity is the right one? You don't. I, I mean, yeah. Let's, all right. Let's go home. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> no, that's a terrible answer. I just, I'm being totally facetious. How do I know that Christianity is the right one? There are so many different reasons that you could give for why we believe that Christianity is the right one. But there are certainly a lot of different religions to choose from and new ones popping up on a daily basis. You have you have choices. <laughs> you have so many choices today. Endless. Make up your own while you're at it. Compared to a thousand years ago, you know, Christianity was the only one you could choose from. Could I make up my own religion? Die like self designate me as a five hundred one c three, and then take all of my income as as non taxable. You could no, because it would come from a different source. I got to figure out how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could do that. Just kidding. Those are junk. Religion is different from a cult. Religion is something that we tend to define as a four-letter word these days. I would disagree with that. I would say that true religion and undefiled is to love the widows and the orphans and to take care of them in their time of need. Jesus had no problem using or condoning using that word. It's turned into a bad word these days. Yeah. And maybe you don't like the word, and, and that's fine. I, I, can, I can live with that. But what I mean by religion is I mean the truth of Christianity. And that's what Jesus meant when he would define that word as well. And that's simply this. In Christianity, Jesus comes to give his life for the problem that we have, and that is that we're all caught in sin. We're all condemned already. You don't need a class to teach how to be bad. You, you need classes on how to teach it to be good. That's what mm. people pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for, to better themselves, because the bad comes natural, the good is unnatural. We don't need any proof in our lives that we need help to stop being bad, because we are born with that sinful nature and a tendency to please ourselves rather than pleasing God. Christianity says God has reached down to us, given us his son, Jesus Christ, to take care of our problem. He has done everything for us. We don't have to do anything ourselves. Mm. A cult would say, try harder. Pull yourselves up by your own bootstraps. Jesus says, that's not what I'm here for. I'm not here. I didn't come to tell you to try harder. I came to prove to you you can't. As hard as you can try, you'll still fall short. Mm. Sermon on the Mount. Christianity is about the fact that Jesus came to save us from the sins that did condemn us already mm. and would give us an, a future away from him. Mm. Christianity is about grace. Christianity is about what God did for us and has nothing to do with what we can do for him. And that is the, I think, the biggest reason we know Christianity is right is because it's based on a premise that God reached down to us. We don't reach up to him. And every other religion and every other cultic belief system in the entire world and throughout time is the opposite of God reaching down to us. I think you drew out one really important aspect. So, if, you know, I want to answer this question. How do you know? There's no way to know until you see. 
right? Look, I mean, when we die, we'll be like, oh, I know, right? But a Christian will say, I know. So what you said here is that every religion on the planet has a whole bunch of things in common. And uh, you go to heaven by being good or whatever heaven is. You may define God and heaven differently or the afterlife or whatever mm-hmm. the good place is or whatever mm-hmm. the next step is. But it's all by works. And uh, biblical Christianity is the only fundamentally different way. There's something unique and distinct about it that sets it apart. But here's what I would say, that, you know, in terms of a couple answers. Number one, um, faith in Hebrews is assurance. And faith also is the gift of God. And so this is what's really hard for the non-Christian is that when God gives you faith, he also gives you unusual assurance. And so um, the reason Christians are confident is because they have the gift of faith and that gift of faith is from God. But God also says he gives to each a measure of faith. So then not everybody has the same amount of faith. All you need is a mustard seed, if you will, to be saved. And that grows through life. Absolutely. But some people are given a whole lot more at the point of salvation. Absolutely. They have a larger quantity of faith to yeah. invest and it can grow more exponentially. It's like it's like money. The more you have, the more you can make. So that, that would be the first place I would start is how do you know um, on a personal spiritual level, that's the nature of faith. It gives you unusual assurance about something you cannot see. That would be number one. But then number two, there are some internal tests. And I think every worldview, um, here, here's been my goal. My goal has been to examine worldviews and find their Achilles heel. The one thing that makes it completely illogical so that it cannot be true. So for example, um, secular humanism, which has as its like mantra, this issue of evolution and no God interacting. Well, the second law of thermodynamics completely makes that unreasonable, untenable, un- inact. I don't know. It, it's just not a logical system. It doesn't make sense within and of itself. You know, there's an Achilles heel or 10 in every major worldview. And uh, I have been trying for years to find the Achilles heel of Christianity, that when you actually assess the system in and of itself within its own parameters, where it falls apart and doesn't make any logical sense, Christianity um, when understood in its biblical context, not all the cultural junk that we throw into it, not all the misrepresentations, but when you just kind of like allow the fundamentals and the logic of Christianity to stay on its own, it actually uh, becomes the most logical and coherent thing, which you would expect of something that is true. Uh, if the God who is so meticulous can make the human brain to function so perfectly, you would think that the Christian or the worldview that he is 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 communicating that is true would also be consistent, logical, and true. And and I've just, I have found that every worldview except for biblical Christianity has an Achilles heel that exposes it to be false. I've yet to find the Achilles heel of Christianity. There are a couple of things that have come close to it, which is another podcast, but they still have not been disqualifying Achilles heel because the word of God actually addresses those um, in ways that we'll just say cultural Americans don't like, but are consistent within the worldview itself. And uh, that's one of the things that I personally loved about Christianity is that um, personally, God's given me faith and an unusual assurance of it. But when I examine the worldview, it is the only worldview that is logical within itself. Mm. Every worldview crumbles with its Achilles heel. And that's where you just got to, honestly, you give me enough time with somebody, if they're willing to hear the Achilles heel of their worldview, we can probably show it to them because false worldviews are not consistently logical and accurate in and of themselves. And Christianity stretches its hands out and says, show me where I'm wrong. Absolutely. Um, That's another thing that's- Ask me the hardest questions, hence this podcast. It's a defining characteristic of Christianity. And God's word supernaturally has been preserved to keep us in the truth. His Holy Spirit speaks 
the truth to us through his word. Yep. And one of the things that I've loved uh, studying that you mentioned trying to find holes in Christianity was how many times the Bible has been translated and translated and translated in tra- different languages mm-hmm. through different people's hands, monks uh, transcribing through all history. history. We have none of the original manuscripts, but we have a lot of translation, transcriptions. Mm-hmm. Copies, 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 copies. Yeah. And when you make a photocopy of something enough times, it turns black. You can't even see it anymore. You can't mm-hmm. even tell what it says. But Christianity, interestingly enough, has been preserved supernaturally by God. Uh, like no other manuscript. We don't even have as many manuscripts of Shakespeare, yep. Shakespeare's writing, as we have of the Bible. We're finding them all the time. And everyone we find, uh, including the Dead Sea Scrolls, big mm-hmm. breakthrough in, in, in the 40s, 1941 or something like that, where they found the, the Dead Sea Scrolls, they they compared these scrolls that have been buried just shortly after Jesus' death and resurrection and ascension into heaven. They find these scrolls that have been buried way back then and they unearthed them 2,000 years later, and they put them beside the copies of copies of copies of copies that we yeah. have had of the Bible. Take the book of Isaiah from the Dead Sea Scrolls. It's meticulous. It's, it's meticulous. amazing. There's no way that that could happen as many times as something has been transcribed, transcribed, unless the hand of God was in it. And so it's preserved yep. for us. Every aspect of Christianity that you look at logically and through faith, mm-hmm. um, God affirms that Christianity is the way to his heart yep. is the way of salvation. Yep. And I have a verse here. Yeah. This is in First uh, John 5. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God has not life. This is a testimony that God has given us eternal life. This life is in his Son. And then he says to us in verse 15, uh, 13, I write these things to you that you may believe in the name of the Son of God and that you may know that through that belief you have eternal life. Yep. Christianity is the only faith on the planet that says, if you know you have the Son of God, you know you have eternal life. Yep. You can be confident when you lay your head on your pillow at night. I have preserved the truth. I have given you my Son. I have given you everything I need to reach down to you to change your life. Christianity can be trusted. It's been mm. tried and proven to be true for thousands of years, and it will always yep. be. And if you don't have faith, none of this is going to make sense. Right. The only way Christianity makes sense is with faith. That's it. The only way the science makes sense is if you want, like you can look at you can look at anything from different lenses. I can look at any decision you make from a lens of love or a lens of hate, and I will always interpret what I see in you or anything um, contingent on the lens that I have. Through the lens of faith, we can see in philosophy, theology, history, sociology, um, science that Christianity is a worldview consistent with itself. But if you don't have faith, then nothing of what we say will be helpful. And Christianity backs up all of those things. Yep. Mathematics, science, Christianity validates and verifies all of those things. Which is why we tell people you cannot use logic to get somebody to believe in Jesus. Right. The gospel is the power of God for salvation. And the only way someone's going to be given faith is if they hear and believe in the gospel. Yep. And that's why I think, you know, apologetics, this use of defense of the faith, we need more than apologetics, which I love apologetics, but we need to have, we need to be armed with the gospel, which is the power of God Mm -hmm. for salvation. So we're not going to make anybody believe in Jesus by this podcast. That's not the point, but I would- Maybe we will. Maybe, yeah, it's possible. I would invite somebody- But it wouldn't be our words of logic. Right, absolutely. I would invite somebody, find the Achilles heel of biblical Christianity. Mm -hmm. If you can find it, then be skeptical. But be honest. Yeah. In your search. All right. So, Craig, I want to thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me in. A loaded week of cults and whatnot. So, thank you, guys.